Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Emma Gunn Show and Feel Good Habits. I am so excited to hear what you have in store for us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, it's you actually, a- um, oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. No, I was just saying to my partner, I was like, oh, she got me at a good time because I'm at that stage in lockdown where I'm like having to be very aware about changing my habits to stay in a good mental state so I was like I'm so glad I'm not doing this three weeks ago when I was like just drink wine and who cares about anything else so I've actually got some really good habits now going on so you caught me at the right time oh well this is perfect because you're a very very busy woman so a lot of people may know you from below deck you are also a businesswoman you're uh I mean I would say that you're an influencer you have an incredible Instagram feed so you have a lot going on plus your mum so (laughs) yes (laughs) So I'm guessing that you have some really, uh, I'm guessing that you have some quite varied feel-good habits that probably cross over all of those things. So where are we beginning? So I would probably say that a good place to start is probably the last few weeks for me. Um, I, I kind of personally never felt like I wanted to bounce back to my old body immediately after giving birth. I'm, you know, we're nine months in and I'm still, you know, two sizes bigger than I was before birth. But I go, it's, you know, like being a new mum is really hard. And I don't think that women should put that kind of pressure on themselves on top of getting used to something that has just completely shifted and changed your life entirely. Mm. So, um, but then in the past few weeks, I've had to, well, I've kicked my own backside. Uh, we're planning my um, hens, like my bachelorette weekend. So I was like, okay, I want to be in a bikini for that. So let's go. (laughs) So at the moment, I am all about the training and healthy eating and um, all of that. And I think it's really reminded me that like 90% of what you get out of that is actually not what you look like. It's how you feel and your um, mental state, you know, And I think so often it's like, oh, I've got to diet and exercise because, you know, I need to fit into this dress. And it's like, no, it's, you know, when life is this busy, you really want to just feel the best kind of that you can. So in order to do that, that kind of healthy eating and exercise, people have been telling me for years, I thought it was bullshit. (laughs) Apparently it's not. (laughs) 
No, it's so true. The endorphin rush of a good workout or like, I mean, my listeners will know, I love to sweat on my Instagram most mornings. I'm sort of like, oh, I've just done my workout. This podcast's gone live, swipe up and I'm dripping with sweat. I love that feeling. And it's not about, as you say, it's not about um, how many calories did I burn? Will I be able to get into those trousers that are haunting me from the back of the wardrobe? It's about, I feel so strong now. Yeah. No, it is. And I'm kind of, I'm a very all or nothing kind of person so my um my partner is more of a talker than a doer and I don't ever talk if I'm going to do something I just start and then I get like a little obsessive about it so um I've just gone full-fledged and it's the same like my mom's like oh are you weighing yourself I was like no I just I can feel my muscle memory starting to rebuild and I'm so happy and, you know, it's so good for Ava as well just to be around that kind of positivity and energy all the time. So, and I think, like, I'd be the first to put my hand up and go, like, it was probably, you know, at the start of lockdown it's like ordering Uber Eats and, you know, watching Netflix when she's napping and doing all these things and then it was like, actually, Josh is home. You can put her down for a nap and go and do a 10K walk and come back because, you know, he's in the house. So take advantage of that sort of stuff. So I think that's been a massive change in the past kind of three, four weeks for me. And I'm really feeling the difference. So it's, it's a good one as well, because I think a lot of questions I get is about motivation. How do you get Mm. motivated? How do you stay motivated? And you just said, you're an all or nothing. And are you able to just flip your headspace? As soon as you make a decision, you can just execute almost just like, yeah, yeah. And it is. And it's so, and before that, it was just like, kind of just eat what you want, do what you want, be really like that. And then now I'm just like, Josh is like, why is our cupboard full of like plant-based snacks? I'm like, because they're healthy and nutritious and delicious. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It went from like chocolate and chips to like roasted almonds. (laughs) nice do you make a plan do you make a plan or do you kind of fundamentally know what works for you You know that you just have to get up and walk a bit more every day yeah so I we uh we're in lockdown but we're allowed to train one-on-one so um my I have a studio here that I go to that I actually started going to when I thought I was putting on weight when I was pregnant (laughs) and um I was like, oh, it's just not Christmas weight okay (laughs) but um it's Muay Thai So they do like, yeah, a lot of core exercises and things like that, but then a lot of boxing and self-defense. And I love that. I'm like you, like when I work out, I I go to Pilates with a girlfriend and I'm like, this is just like, I just get nothing from it. If I want to like finish the workout and like feel like I'm about to throw up and be covered in sweat, you know? So that kind of high energy boxing and kicking. And also you really do feel like you're learning a skill at the same time. And I love that with workouts where you're learning how to defend yourself, how to punch properly. And, you know, Josh is a little scared, but, you know, (laughs) as long as he behaves himself. (laughs) I love it. Okay. That's a great one to begin. So what is habit number two? Um, so probably my best habit, which I found really interesting because Ava's picked it up already is like legitimately, this is my desk and I hydrate. I'm like, I will do three liters 
and like there you go look at that one you don't even need to I'm showing I'm showing Hannah my massive my massive uh (laughs) and I showed two water bottles before (laughs) yeah we're having a water Um, off (laughs) yeah so no but it's so funny because I have always been like that like even if I go to a bar I have a glass of water with everything I have one or two bottles of water around me at all times um and it's so funny because Ava's picked it up from me being, from her being such a baby and me just, just constantly seeing me. So now when I drink my water bottle, she goes, <laughs> and she then like opens her mouth and I tip it from my water bottle. She drinks more from mine than hers these days, but she's obsessed with water. And I just, I personally feel like I had, I really gave my body a run for its money in its 20s, you know. It was like everything that you shouldn't do. It was like the travelling constantly, always in the sun, smoking, drinking. It was just, and I feel like the only reason I don't look like an old leather shoe is because (laughs) I have always drunk so much water. So that is definitely a good habit. That's a really interesting one because I fall into that other category. I'm one of those people who can forget. And then all of a sudden mm. I'm like, oh, why does my throat feel so dry? <laughs> and then I'm like, then I get that big old gallon thing and I start to neck it. But you've just always been able, you just, are you quite, I know it sounds like a weird thing, but I've always wondered with people who are able to drink a lot. Are you mm. quite aware of how thirsty you are or do you dislike the taste? It's just... I think probably because I'm so in the habit, I get, like, when I'm not, I really feel it. So even if I'm, like, wherever I am in the house, whether it's on the couch, whether I'm feeding Ava, there is just a water bottle next to me and it's just such a habit now. I don't even really know I'm doing it. Mm. So, and I think especially as you get a little bit older, I think it really does help when you've had a few wines, you know, the next day if you've been hydrating the whole time yeah that's very true I've got to that I've got to that age where I just can't even drink wine anymore I think about all those afternoons of drinking rosé or white wine and just not and now it's just even the sniff of it sometimes can bring on a headache oh my gosh I hope that never never happens to me (laughs) I wish that for you too I wish for you to always be able to enjoy your wine um okay where are we for habit number three oh so I did write them down so the first one we're going to be exercise. Mm-hmm. Second one, hydration. Um, the third one, I would definitely say is eating healthy with the cheat days. Because mm. I think that healthy eating is amazing, but, you know, so is a cheeseburger. So <laughs> I think that balance, because as well, you just, so I had my first cheat day yesterday in a few weeks. And I went up to my local, there's like a chicken place, which is amazing. And I got a chicken burger and their fries. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. And it was a real treat because you're not just eating it whenever, you know. Mm. So I think that's a good habit as well. I think I think as well, yeah, otherwise it can be too restrictive. If you just think this is, if you are eating quite lean, and mm. maybe you're missing some flavor <laughs> to not to not know that there's any on the horizon can be quite demoralizing yeah and also just to like I personally with with the kind of diet I went like be nice to yourself like 
go to you know, the deli you love and spend the $11 on a salad because you're just getting started. Yeah. So you don't know how to make these vinaigrettes and stuff. So <laughs> even though you're eating healthy, it can still be tasty. And I think that's the that's the key because when you're eating bland food, I can't mm. do that. Are you like the Kardashians? Do you have, do you make salad now when you put them in a big Tupperware <laughs> and shake them like you see the Kardashians do? <laughs> I do not, but I also will never have a Kardashian body. So maybe that's why. If you shake your salad first, that's what it does to your booty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, shake your green leaves with a little bit of dressing and that's the body you'll yeah. get maybe got. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Um, so do you find but do you find as well, because you are um doing quite intense exercise, that you have to maybe you have to maybe uh, work your cheat days around when you're exercising a little bit because I sometimes find exercising hard then I just I really really want something substantial afterwards see I'm the exact opposite when I do like a massive workout I just want like a big salad or something afterwards and it's always I'm I'm a sucker for bad food if I've had a few drinks the night before because it just goes hand in hand and that's I think that's habit number four is stop drinking in the week. Ooh, interesting. Mm. So I've done that and it's really hard because once again, it's the same with the food. Like I would normally just never think about it. Mm. Like I would always go like, I'd be like, oh, I've got a 5 p.m. podcast for a glass of wine and go and do the podcast, you know? And I think when you're not thinking about it, maybe not everyone does this, but I certainly would, is it's just so easy to go like, oh, another glass and then a girlfriend calls. So you have another glass. And it's just when you're not being aware of it, it is really easy to, especially in lockdown, because it's that like, you're like the day is so monotonous and so boring that by 5 p.m. I really want a glass of wine just to like make things a little fuzzier, you know? (laughs) Take the edge off. Yeah, everything's just a bit like solid lines right now. I need some fuzzy. It's it's, So that's kind of, sorry? It's such a good point having, having that sort of, and also I think it's sort of having a glass of alcohol, having a glass of wine makes you think I'm kind of off the clock. Mm. There's something about that first sip that makes you think, right, it's like you can't talk to me now because I'm inebriated. I'm under yeah. the influence, it, therefore I can't work. <laughs> and it's this weird thing, and we were talking about it today, it's such a mental thing as well because if you have a win in the day, I don't know why, but then you really feel like a glass of wine or sparkling at the end of the day because it's this win-reward, win-reward. Mm. And we had... um like some good news today and it was like normally we'd be like cool pop a bottle of shampoos in the fridge for after work kind of thing and I was like oh we're not doing that (laughs) so it's that like oh yeah okay great let's eat some salmon and broccolini instead (laughs) you know it's funny uh uh, Rebecca Seal uh previous podcast guest came on recently and she said that she and her husband have a rule they both work from home and they mm. implemented a no alcohol in the week rule, but you get to play a joker card if you want to, like for a special okay. occasion or what have you. And I thought it's a bit like you were saying about cheat days. It's actually quite mm. good to say this is the rule because we know it's good for us, but there are going to be days when it's going to be like a wasted opportunity. So you get yeah. to play your card. 
No, I know. I just think me and my husband like wine so much. We'll just like be like, Joker, Joker, Joker. Okay, <laughs> It'll yeah. be like, you've played it three times and it's Wednesday. So, <laughs> Right. Got you. Understood. I shall not enable you any further. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you have a preferred type of wine or champagne? So I love, I fell in love with Sancerre in France um, and not a lot of people know, know Sancerre in Australia because we have such good Sauvignon Blancs coming out of New Zealand. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely one of my go-tos. And then I love New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs. Um, and I'm kind of, that's kind of my white wine preference. And then uh, champagne, it's really difficult because I worked on the yachts for so long. Like we would just, we we were so spoiled because mm-hmm. like a charter would finish and they would like leave like a case of Dom Perignon and you'd just be sitting there drinking that like while you were working and you're like, why am I drinking $400 champagne like while I'm doing a provisioning list, you know? <laughs> There's a very good bottle of verve in there. <laughs> take this home for your parents or something but I've I've wondered that about about because I've watched below deck and I have thought it must I've often said with my job as a beauty editor so I would get taken around the world on all these trips and it would be so fantastic but it was like the champagne lifestyle but shandy pockets because I'd go home to basically like a one-bedroom place with not very great facilities and but you get you you kind of really do learn about the nice things you know you go to a nice dinner and a sommelier tells you about good wine and you can't you can't unlearn those no (laughs) and then you go and try and replicate it by popping around the corner to the off license and you just don't quite get it right so do you just not quite the same experience (laughs) exactly did you feel that you got you really got a taste for the finer things in life on the yachts yeah I think um before I before I was in yachting I was always kind of a very like I love my restaurants I love good wines and things like that but then super yachts open you up to this whole other world that is just so over the top you know so I think that (coughs) that was difficult but then you brought in Below Deck, which was this other side of like then suddenly you're in New York doing talk shows and stuff and then that's even this other crazy like entertainment world. So it's like we had the super yachts with all the money and then the entertainment with all the like celebrities and stuff like that. But I think to be honest with you, even though I did it for such a long time, 
I was always very aware of how deeply unhappy most of my guests were. So that used to, I worked for like a lot of Russians and a lot of those Russians got their money in really bad ways, you know? So it's like, you know, you didn't, you're not a billionaire because you started something and worked really hard at it and accomplished it, you know? I think at the end of the day, when you've got that inside you, you still, I don't know, I don't think you could still look in the mirror and go like, okay, I'm a good person, so I sleep well at night. You know, you've done it in a not nice way. So I always used to watch them like because we have security cameras and it was like when they were partying with the girls or things like that, it would be all, you know, fun. But if you watch them and they get up in the morning and have a coffee or something, they just sit there and stare and you can see they're just not happy people. So I was always able to separate that money glamorous side from what truly makes you happy in life. So, and my husband is a very good chef, so he can still cook me some Wagyu and serve a good red. (laughs) Oh my God, you chose very, very well. That's so interesting because I think that kind of money and lifestyle can be quite seductive and it can look so appealing. And Mm. so actually the fact that you were able to sort of take a step back and say, it isn't all it's cracked up to be. I think that's quite astute. Yeah. Well, do you know what? The funny thing is, is like we, you know, we were we're buying a house at the moment in Sydney. So you basically need to be a billionaire to buy here. It's ridiculous. But um, Josh entered the lottery the other day for 80 million. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't want to win that much. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, no, no, no. I'd like to win like 5 million because that means that, you know, you can go and buy a house. You've got a little extra cash. But I think people rarely think past getting that massive sum of money because if you don't have anything to wake up for in the morning, then you you have to do like such deep reflection and find something that really makes you happy that you don't have to do for money. Mm. You've it's it's I don't know. I just, I honest to God, never met that many happy billionaires. Interesting. That is fascinating. That is really (laughs) fascinating. Um, I could talk to you about that for a whole other hour, but I shan't. Um, Let's move on to your fifth and final habit. My fifth and final is definitely my number one. um, And it is the best feel-good habit, and that is cuddling and sniffing my daughter. <laughs> She's, I don't know how I did this, but I created the most uncuddly baby. She she just has no interest. She just whacks you and, like, I'll try and kiss her and she pushes me away and she's squatting me, probably because I do it, like, all day, every day. I'd probably be annoyed as well. But she... um when I have these times where she's finally still and she just snuggles into me, it's like, ah, oh, my utopia right there. So that is definitely my number one. Did you, I mean, so you, you said earlier about the fact that you went to the gym because you were like, oh, I'm putting on a bit of weight and you were pregnant. Did you, did you want to have children for a long time? Um, I guess because of the lifestyle I had, I really put it out my mind. Because I think that it's very easy to kind of hit your 30s as a woman and stress out a little bit and then suddenly, you know, you're, you've got kids with some dude that you wouldn't have even had a second date with in your 20s, you know? So <laughs> it's, 
I just kind of, I had some complications when I was younger and I kind of came to peace with it at about 24 that if it didn't happen naturally, I'd work it out, you know, with adoption or IVF. So it wasn't um, fully planned or expected, uh, but it was definitely the exact right moment in our lives for it to happen. Oh, that's lovely. That's so yeah. nice. And she's so <laughs> she, cute. Listeners, you have to go to Hannah's Instagram because there are some cute, cute pics. Yeah, she is gorgeous. <laughs> I, um, I'm not really like... It's so hard when she's yours, but she really is just the cutest <laughs> baby in the world. <laughs> now you've got a you've got a lot going on as well. So we've talked. I know your fifth habit is obviously your gorgeous daughter, but you've also got these other things going on at the same time. So you started a business. Um, yeah, when I was six months pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> way to take on a load of work when you're really. Growing. I know, right? Um, but what, I always but, say I was like that was that second trimester have you got children Mm, no so the first trimester is disgusting and then the second trimester you just like emerge from this cocoon of morning sickness and you're like my body is a temple I feel amazing and so I started the business then but then third trimester you are just like the size of a small house and everything sucks and but third trimester Hannah had to like back up everything second trimester Hannah started so (laughs) it was a lot but um it was it's it's basically so it's called Ocean International Training Academy and it was started because I had so many people messaging me all the time how to get into the yachting industry so I decided to kind of make online courses and then kind of coach people uh, by Zoom how to join yachting. And it's been amazing actually because coming from yachting, like you get a lot of job satisfaction from yachting that first kind of five to six years because it's the adrenaline and you're traveling in new places. and, And then the same thing happened with Below Deck, but I hadn't had a lot of job satisfaction in a few years. Um, so actually taking people from wondering about yachting and then now seeing them actually working on boats and traveling the world and they came from like a tiny town in Ireland is just amazing you know so it's definitely a passion passion project and it's like I had one of my students who was like one of my very first the other day and he got his first job and like Josh walked in and he's like, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm just so happy for him. (laughs) It does look like such an incredible, incredible way of life because yes, obviously it it looks like a lot of hard work. I've got to tell you, I watch it very comfortably from my couch going, I know I could absolutely not do that. I would pour (laughs) wine over people who were rude. I would, I would have no chill whatsoever. Yeah. Maybe we should do a whole episode with you about how not to basically like pour things on people who are being disgusting. But also I couldn't, I couldn't do the bunks or the cabins. I always get a bit claustrophobic, but I've never been on a big yacht like that. So maybe I don't know what it looks like in real life, but it just looks like the most fun because every, what is it? A couple of months you meet a whole new bunch of people sometimes the chemistry is amazing and it's like you working with this incredible family and you're traveling around and seeing the most beautiful places it does seem like an incredible life but do you age out of it is it the kind of thing that Uh, does have a shelf life 
Yeah, definitely. And I think I was, I think, you know, even the viewers on Below Deck could see the last kind of few years, I was really just getting to the end of my tether. Um, and I probably just needed a break, you know. I would not, I would never say that, like, I wouldn't go and help Lee out or something like that in the Caribbean if he needed somebody. Um, but I think that I personally didn't want, I saw the kind of 45, 50-year-old chief stews, um, you know, sitting in south of France, just most of them are like alcoholics. <laughs> it's like they just kind of drink their way through life. And I just went like, I know that I don't want to do that. So it's um, it, it definitely had a shelf life for me. And so actually that's really, Ocean International is really wonderful in a way because essentially it's your, you're kind of almost reclaiming the best feelings of it and sharing that with other yeah. people. So I guess it kind yeah. of, rather than looking back and thinking about all oh, those last few years are your most recent memory, your most recent memories of mm. it are of getting people started and seeing them enjoying it, which is really nice. I yeah. Guess. No, it is. It's just, I, I like literally think, the gods every day that I started that because especially as well to go from someone like me who was constantly moving around the world and I always had things on to just being at home with a child is a really massive change so the fact that I feel like I'm still contributing to mm -hmm. the yachting community to society in general I still have like a purpose that is not just mother and that's really important for my mental being as well. So, like, my students do as much for me as I do for them. And that's, you know, something that I really appreciate every day. Well, these have been wonderful habits. I've loved them. And obviously, listeners, the links to everything we've discussed, including Ocean International, if you want to get coached by Hannah, then the link, to, <laughs> the link to find out more will be in the show notes. But Hannah, thank you so much for joining me and for sharing your habits. Oh. They've been great. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me.